Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I'm one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church. want to welcome you here uh, into the podcast. Thank you for being here on whatever podcast platform you listen to. I do want to let you know, uh, if you do leave us a rating and review and share this podcast, it, it helps us out uh, in the sense, not for us to be glorified, but for God to be glorified. And you never know where you're sharing it on your social media page, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, to your story, uh, if an episode really connects with you, that that might lead to someone learning to love God's Word and seeing how easy it is as well as transformative it is to read uh, God's Word. So I just always encourage you to, to share, highlight, um, and leave reviews and ratings, and it helps uh, those podcasting platforms to get this podcast out there. So it's beneficial for the body growing up uh, towards exhorting one another. Uh, so we're going to be in 1 Timothy chapter 4 today. If you don't have a reading plan in all the podcasting platforms, you can just scroll down to the show notes below and you'll see the link to that uh, graphic there. Uh, before Cheryl walks us through reading 1 Timothy chapter 4 today. Uh, but before we do, Cheryl, uh, I know that you've been profoundly impacted by international missions. I've been on an international mission trip with you. Uh, what led to you going on your very first one, and how has it impacted your understanding of God and the rest of humanity? I know it's a really big question. Uh, how has it uh, impacted your understanding of God and the rest of humanity? Um, okay, well, Growing up, uh, for whatever reason, I was always interested in missions, and my aunt and uncle were actually missionaries in Brazil for um, quite a few years, and so I just always loved hearing their stories and hear about what they were doing, and um, so uh, when I graduated um, in 2003 from tech, I was able to go to Nepal for the summer um, with the International Mission Board and um, spend the summer working with refugees and children and things like that. And it was that summer that I just really saw how God worked and how um, and how God, I mean, his people are just beautiful, like mm. all of them. I mean, like here and there, it just his, you know, his people are beautiful and they all need Jesus. And I remember that summer um, we had made friends with, with these little kids and they um, took us into this hut and there was their grandmother was laying there and she was um, couldn't speak and she was really sick. And I just remember just looking at her and just praying for her and just tears running down my cheeks and just thinking like, this woman needs Jesus. Mm. And, um, and it just was such an impactful summer. And so ever since then, I have just um, always wanted to travel and, you know, get involved with missions even more. I mean, it, it, here and other places and um, just letting God use me to hopefully share just, a you know, a little bit of him with these people all over the world. So How has, uh, how has now that you're back in America, does it still impact the way you see people here in America as well? I think so. It's different. Um, but, uh, you know, we talk about that a lot, about why is it easier to go across the world and share your faith than it mm -hmm. is to share it in Roanoke. Um, but it definitely, you know, makes me see um, some of the needs and some of the hurting in right here in Roanoke. Um, and even just, you know, we just went, took the students down to Selma, North Carolina a week ago and just um, – 
taking those kids into this community and knocking on doors and seeing the hurt and need of those people mm. and being able to pray for them. So I feel like I still see it here. You know, I mean, the people right here in America, are, you know, are just as beautiful to God as the people in Nepal. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right, as we open up in First Timothy chapter 4, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit illuminate you highlighted right now? So I chose verses 8 through 10, um, and they say, For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. For to this end we toil and strive, because we have our hopes set on the living God, who is the Savior of all people, especially of those who believe. Powerful truth here. Uh, explain what but in Paul's writing this to Timothy. What's he trying to get out here? Um, so my explanation was kind of short and sweet. Um, it's basically saying that physical training is good, mm-hmm. um, but that spiritual training or development is the most valuable, mm-hmm. and um, that we can work hard to you know on on just being better in our godliness because it promises benefits here, but also in our life to come. So that you know, so it's just important to really strive and toil for the godliness. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I don't know if you would know this or not, but in this one, it says the word train or training mm-hmm. uh, in verse seven and then in verse eight, um, it's the word, um, the Greek word gymnasio, uh, which is where we get the word gymnasium okay. from. Uh, and because of uh, Timothy being in Ephesus, which was highly Greek influenced, you had the Greek games. And so mm-hmm. the Jews didn't care about games. It, that was yeah. a, So you're never going to see that in the Old Testament or to a a Jewish believing person to this training, this aspect of it. it's like, oh, that's folly. Um, but this training. And so when you look at this aspect of training and training for godliness, how does that change your perspective or how, how does it alter your perspective when it comes to training for spiritual matters? Um, I mean, you have to work hard. Mm. Um, I feel like, you know, because I'm, I'm a runner. And so I feel like when, you know, if I'm training for a race, it is time consuming and mm. it's hard. And many days I don't want to do it, nope. you know. And so I feel like sometimes training in this godliness can be the same way. It's not going to be easy and you've got to put time into it. Um, but there's benefit. I mean, you see the benefits from training hard for a race. And, you know, there is definitely benefits for training hard for godliness. So. Mm-hmm. A lot of great parallels there. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of great parallels. Uh, what was your application point you see that for all believers and followers of Jesus? Um, I think even like kind of going back to talking about um, missions a couple of months ago, that as believers, it's our job to share the gospel. And this means working hard and um, to remember that we have the hope of eternity and it's, it's worth it. Like it's worth it to be able to give that hope to somebody else. Mm. And, um, you know, I found this cool quote. It says, our commitment to godly living is an invitation to God to use us for his great purposes. And so, I mean, mm. God's inviting us into his work. I mean, and what a great, you know, I think that's such an honor for, you know, for him to invite us to do that. And, um, but we have to work for it. Yeah. <laughs> and it can look many different ways. I mean, I feel like, you know, going on mission trips is certainly a way of, you know, showing godliness, but it can also just mean, you know, spending more time with your children. Mm. It can mean, you know, taking a meal to a neighbor who's sick or, you know, helping out a friend. There's lots of different ways that this can be displayed. Yeah. Uh, let's even dive in a little bit deeper there. So like Bible reading is one way that we can toil or strive for mm-hmm, or practice mm-hmm. disciplining ourselves. What other ways do you see? You gave a few of them there, but are there any other ways you feel like God has really uh, grown you spiritually that may be outside the normal quote unquote box of Christianity? 
Um, yeah, absolutely. Like just studying his word. Um, prayer has been a big one for me recently. Um, just, you know, praying different in different ways and not just the same rote thing over and over and mm-hmm. just expecting God to, you know, show up in my prayer time and, um, you know, show me things to pray for. I would say that one journaling has been a good one for me. Um, memorizing scripture has been a good one for me. So, and then also just gathering with other believers, Mm. um, you know, and sometimes that's hard. I mean, (laughs) just, you know, sometimes that's, it's an interesting to see how God will bring a group of women together or, or men, but, you know, and then, and just, it'll be a completely different experience than what you're thinking. And mm. it's God totally working. <laughs> so I don't know, just, you know. Is gathering for a life group always convenient for you in your life? No. <laughs> Let me ask you this. And if you don't want to answer it, feel free to, but I can testify to it if you don't want to. Have you ever had the time where it's like time to go to a life group and you're like, I am dreading going to this. I'm emotionally <laughs> tired. I'm physically tired. I just want to veg out on the couch right. and do nothing for is that is that oh yeah that I, 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 to be totally honest I can say that last Wednesday night <laughs> <laughs> that was the conversation that Rob and I had like uh-huh. should we go should we stay it's been really busy we just got home from this we got to yeah. go to that and Kennedy's at this practice and Tyler's here anyway and then we went mm. and it was such a blessing yeah. and and it was really cool because even like the next day I was reading something and I was like oh this is exactly what we talked about last mm. night and so I you know sent a picture of it to the group and it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was definitely a blessing to go. So we made the right choice. Yeah, there you go. Discipline, <laughs> striving, and toiling there. It's That's not right. always easy. That's so right. maybe tonight you're listening to this, and tonight's your life group night, and you're like, I really just want to stay home. Go. It'll be so worth it. Yeah, yep, absolutely. <laughs> cool. uh, what was the Holy Spirit calling you into your personal response here in First Timothy chapter 4? Um, I think pretty much everything that we just said, just making sure that I am making time to um, read the read the Bible and pray and go to life group, <laughs> even when I'm tired. Um, but, you know, just doing some of those, you know, spiritual disciplines that will grow me closer to him for That's sure. Good. I love it. I even want to bring this before we end because you even talked about like it's not just for your growth. Mm-hmm. It's for the growth of those around you because the next day God revealed himself in a right. powerful way that you then got to share for others. If yeah. you wouldn't have been there, that's right. you wouldn't have That's been right. there for others as well. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. 